0: To physics. If you took a Physics 101 class, you must have talked about motion, about speed and acceleration. These are all different concepts that relate to how things evolve through time, how objects move, how they change their positions and their identities as time passes. But of course, time also matters for other subjects. It matters for biology, very obviously. It matters for evolution. Natural selection is a story about how species in our biosphere here on Earth have changed with time. The very word evolution brings in time to the equation. We also have psychology and neuroscience. We have the way that we think about time. What does it mean to remember something in the past, to predict something in the future, or to perceive time passing? Why is it that we're always late? We'll talk about these subjects and relate them back to the physics of time. Time is part of language. Not only is the word time used a lot, it's essentially impossible to construct a sentence in the English language without somehow referring to the concept of time. We have verbs that can be past, present, or future-oriented. For that matter, time is part of almost every subject that you could imagine thinking about. History, culture, history itself is a story of what happens through time. Culture is a story about what happens at any one moment in time, but cultures evolve. Politics and economics talk about structures within human societies that change with time, and in some cases, especially in economics, how they change is absolutely central. Even the arts, music, and literature evolve with time in certain definite ways. When you read a novel, knowing when it was written and what the context is can be important. Novels do not simply appear out of nowhere. And your personal experience, you age through time yourself. We all do. We feel time passing ourselves. But physics is the bedrock. If you want to know what time is, we'll talk about all these different aspects of time. But they are all built on the physical understanding of how time works. So our strategy will be to understand the physics and then to apply it to other ways in which time appears in our everyday lives. In particular, we're going to care about the mysteries of time. Time has a funny status, despite the fact that we use it every day, that it is literally around us in all these clocks and in the back of our minds when we're thinking about what we do as time passes. Time, nevertheless, has a reputation for being mysterious. This was put very elegantly by St. Augustine, a thinker in North Africa back in the year 400, Now, Augustine was a theologian, primarily. He worried about original sin and the city of God and and his own personal sins. But he also had an interest in cosmology and metaphysics, and he wrote several famous passages about the nature of time. In one of them, he asks, What is time? If no one asks me, I know. But if I wish to explain it to one who asks, I know not. He's basically summing up the dilemma here. We use time very easily. If someone says to us, it's 5 o'clock, please be somewhere at 6 o'clock. We're not seized by existential panic. What does that mean, 6 o'clock? We all know what it means and how to use it. But if we think about it deeply, if someone says, so what is the definition of this concept time that you keep talking about, it's actually very hard to define. So I'm going to take the philosophy that the reputation the time has as mysterious is actually somewhat overblown. We will talk about the mysteries, but we will say that many of these mysteries can be solved. So I want you to sort of first appreciate the superficial level of time, then the deeper level at which there are mysteries, but then an even deeper level than that at which we can say, you know what, we can understand what these mysteries mean, how to actually resolve them. At the end, we'll be left with a few remaining mysteries lurking around. These are big research projects for scientists right now and into the future. So think about how we use time all the time. If I say this is a 30-minute lecture, or if I say the TV show starts at 7 p.m., you know what that means. Operationally, we know what time means because we know how to react. If you say something that contains an interval of time, I know how to respond to it in a sensible way. What we're going to be doing is to be looking deeper at it. We're going to be saying, so why is that the case? Why is it the case that the future is a certain way, the past is a certain way? When we talk about an interval of time, what does that mean? Does everyone agree on the same intervals of time? Does everywhere in the universe agree? Could it have been different? So the central theme of this course is that time is more subtle and mysterious than you might think.